Uh, Y'all. <laughs> listen, honestly, no disrespect to anyone who listens to it, but we're just doing this because contractually we're obligated. I was, I'm like falling asleep. Courtney, we're, we're just, we love you, but. Uh, we are committed to you, motherfuckers. So we get up yeah. in the morning. We do this shit early in the morning on a Monday uh, morning. Like, uh, who decides? Uh, well, we're just like, okay, what day is the show going to come out? What day we're going to record? Who decides in their right mind? First thing Monday will. <laughs> honey, I think this was first thing Monday. Right. I've already done a load of laundry. Right. <laughs> and drank a pot of coffee. So as right. far as I'm concerned, it's now mid-noon no, next time. You know me. I get up at the crack of dawn. I've been up. Uh, well, I first got up at 4, and uh, I turned on Darlene and Michael, because, you know, I have to watch Darlene and Michael. Uh, wait a minute. Introduce the show. Introduce the oh. show for Christ's sake. In case we have new listeners who just think that they've randomly stumbled onto, like, two people who have escaped from Bellevue. <laughs> Creedmoor. Uh, <laughs> Don't date yourself. <laughs> Creedmoor's still open. Oh, Creedmoor's still open. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag gold. <laughs> Welcome to I'm going to let you finish. It's Courtney and Amy. We're uh, back with another titillating next episode. Oh, my God. You know how I torture my students when I feel like torturing them? What? Um, when we're, and then I'll just move, and let, we'll move on to discuss. But um, when I'm referring to the title character of a story, I refer to it as the titular character because I just uh-huh. want to torture them because right. nobody uses that word. Right. And I want to see if they're going to look the fucking word up right. or right. pretend that there's a character named titular. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a little nap. I hurt my shoulder somehow, my collarbone. So I'm going to take a little nap. Courtney, this is your dream show because I'm incapable of saying anything. So go. So last night were the Turd Awards. I didn't watch them. I guess I Borat didn't watch, won. I, didn't, I guess I didn't something watch else won. I didn't watch won. Chadwick won, which we all saw that coming. And... People won for the things and the people, and that's it. So okay, this- have you seen the – okay, first off, we all know back when we were children, the Golden Globes were literally had less legitimacy than the People's Choice Awards. I mean, it was kind of like my favorite part of the Golden Globes was always how people were winning for the movies, and they were like, and the movie comes out <laughs> yeah. in August. You're like, right. oh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so th- that it's taken on any legitimacy because, right. you know, it, it's literally 80 journalists from a small Albanian newsletter in a somewhere, room right. somewhere getting, getting like fucking payoffs. And so it's absolute bullshit. You can't have comedies competing with, dr- it, it's bullshit whatever and they're drunk and there's you know there's no black people and it's just ridiculous uh supposedly one of the members is blind i read (laughs) (laughs) or visually impaired considering the fact the movies that are always nominated and won and win that kind of you know makes sense but here's my question do you have any no disrespect but do you have any inclination to watch this billy holiday movie because i don't well, here's the thing. <laughs> and I'm sure this is going to be an unpopular opinion. 
And not to me. You know me. Not no, to not, me. Oh, I know it won't be to you. <laughs> and for a couple of my friends who I talk to all of the time and some who work in film, they absolutely agree with me. I think Lee Daniels makes shitty movies. I think he makes, oh, I think he makes. Wait, I'm clapping. Okay. I think he makes okay films that look all right, but yeah. they're not really great. If you really go back and start looking at some of his films, they're not great. Right. The reviews for this haven't been great. Everything that I keep reading, they say what's really missing from this movie is Billie Holiday. Now, I see some friends of mine that I see online, they've been doing a lot of promotion for it, you know, and people are getting gift boxes and stuff, and everybody's like, oh. Is there heroin in the gift box? That would be excellent. I need to get on that list. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, I think Lee Daniels makes shitty movies. I do. So I'm not in a rush to see an interpretation of a film that seems like it's missing the Billie Holiday-ness of it that I'm going to need a Billie Holiday movie to have. So, no, I'm not in any rush to see it. Yeah, I'm in, like, no rush to see it either. I mean, I've only seen a couple of his movies. I didn't see, what's it called, The Butler? Is that the one? The Butler. Yeah, I got The Help and The Butler mixed up. It's very confusing. Um but I did see Precious because everybody saw Precious, and I thought yeah. it was really good. But I have a feeling that if I go back and watch Precious now, I'm going to find it ridiculous and or semi-ridiculous. And I've read things, being a white person, this is not my my um, critique to have. But I have a lot, uh, a lot of black folks have said that he just trades in misery. It's like he makes Kinda. black misery porn, you know? And, and listen, the thing about Precious is, Precious was decent. We like, I'll give him, you know, I will say that Precious was decent. But I also read the book Push by yeah, me too. Fire. I still have my hard copy cover of that book. So to me, basing it on that material, you know, I thought, okay, and the performances really elevated that, right? I thought Gabby Sidibe was amazing, and Monique with her crazy ass was amazing. So the performances made it made it all right. But I'm sorry, Lee movies. Go back to The Woodsman and go back to some of his yeah. other movies, and you're just like, this is a piece of shit. And the same thing with Empire. The thing that excited people about Empire was people always love the character when you have a black woman who plays that right that kind of Mm -hmm. over the top set they love that that's why people sandra from 227 was an amazing character she was funny but she was that body and that's what taraji was so people a whole new generation and white people discovered taraji p hinton who we all as black people and you because you know and and quality whites had her for 20 years you know we knew who she was and because every week he would drop Five music superstars in the fucking yeah, show, yeah. but the show's not great. The script no, no, no. Great. Well, it's a trashy. It's not great. You know what I mean? All right. Well, so we both agreed that yeah. we didn't watch Golden Globes. I didn't watch it for no. various reasons, but yeah. I'm going to say one thing, and we can move on. And this is the meanest thing I'm going to say today. <laughs> if it keeps Andre Day from singing that fucking one <laughs> song of hers again, I'm good. That song. That song has <laughs> sold the White House. Cancer, AIDS, yeah. it's her 9-11, 20 yeah, years no, after. It's got to go, stop. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So we didn't watch it. Next. But, Next. I mean, the gift that keeps giving is your guy, Governor Shook Knight. I think we need oh. to add a hyphen on his last name. Because oh we knew he was Governor Shook Knight. 
We uh, didn't think he was a pervert, too. But No, uh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, let me just say this as a woman. Did you think he was a pervert? I don't think he's a pervert. I think he's every guy in power. Every woman, every single woman, mm -hmm. I would guarantee, mm -hmm. who you know, I know, whatever, has had some guy at some job or some situation who thinks it's, like, okay to say stupid shit, right? right? The right. problem, it's, it's problematic when it's your peer. Obviously, the problem is, the, the real problem is, is when this guy is your boss, and he is, like, the uber boss, right? So right. I'm not surprised. I mean, I don't think it's even pervert. I think he, even though he has daughters and is in the real world, and I don't think he's, like, yeah, but didn't some women say that he tried? But didn't some women? But didn't one of the women say he tried to forcibly kiss her? That yeah, I mean, perversion. No, I mean, I think that it's what men men will get away with. What Come they on, get hold away on. With. No, no, listen, I got no. We're not not all men, and I'm going to stand up for men. Not all men, and not all men in power are like that. We I are think, absolutely I, not. We're, I'm think, not gonna. I'm not gonna just tag all men that way. We. I gotta stand up for my brothers. We are not all like that. That's bullshit. Not all. What I'm saying is, if they will, if they can get away with it, they will get away with it. I, not every man is. I'm that not saying if, if mm -hmm. they can get away with. I'm saying if they if if they're not that guy, no, they're right. not going to try it. Right. But if they are kind of thinking that they can get away with it, they're going right. to get away with it. And the right. thing is, with someone like Cuomo, you mm -hmm. ex look. I can't stand the guy. I think he's a bully. I think part of his bullying is this sense that he can. He has never been held to task or really held to task for anything he's ever done, okay? This he's, you know, and it, it's funny because, it, and he got way too much credit. I mean, we all have discussed this, that we were very comforted when he was talking, but look at the bar he was up against. But I will say in a lot we of ways. We about it last week. We did not come out the gate strong, people. No, yeah, <laughs> but well, what I'm saying is, is that in a lot of ways, he is a version of Donald Trump. He right. went into the family business. I mean, right. he's more educated, but he went into the family business. I mean, Mario wasn't a dick. Fred Trump was a dick. But he's always gotten away with stuff in his right. own way. He paid a little price when he got divorced. Sandra Lee hasn't said shit, and I bet she's got a lot to say. Well, they're but he's, friends, he's got, evidently. So. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is, is that I'm not accusing him of being a serial rapist. I don't, he does look, you know, he's good on certain issues, obviously. He's good on gun control. He's good on gay, LGBTQ rights. He's pro choice. He's anti death penalty. For me, these are important, um, issues. But Do you think I, this affects his run? Cause he wanted to, he wants to run next year. Yeah, I think he's done. You think he's done? Mm hmm. Why? I think he's, I think people he's, people, I think people are sick of him. I think he's, I think he's out, I think that he's already bumbling up this, he's bumbled this apology. He's done one of those, if I've offended you apologies, which doesn't fly right now because everyone's, and I think where he's done what? is his own people are going against him, but he's still popular. I mean, he could, depending on who they put up, you know, against him. Right. 
you know, and also people have a short attention span for fuck's sake. They really, really do. Because how about fat Ted Cruz up there thinking like he can make jokes about his shit? It's like, dude, you're not in on the joke. You are the joke. No, you're I mean, not he, in on the joke. He's, he's just not. Honestly, he's not even. He's just so not. Funny. He's not even worth. He's not so even funny. worth our attention. So you know what I mean? Yeah, I hate him. This weekend. Yeah. Uh, I got my first vaccination shot. I'm joy. I've joined the Amy Club. That's right. You are now, a, as my friend Petey in England goes, a bride of Bill. <laughs> and now that the the microchip has been implanted in me, yeah, sex for everyone. Come on and, over. <laughs> and you're gonna and you're gonna become really good at financial stuff because, yeah, as you know, know I mean. the Jews the Jews are controlling this. Um, and you'll learn Hungarian. So you and I. Can when when we can travel to my motherland and speak Hungarian, it'll be great. Nice. nice. Yeah. Let me, so let me tell you. So uh, my my church facilitated a pop up, which was of the poison mind. Do you go to the church <laughs> of the poison mind? Yes, I do. Because okay. um, I, I I have been looking for an appointment. You know the the oh, yeah. saga I've been going through, and it's been crazy. So the church had a pop up, called first thing, got an appointment. Great. And I'm laying in bed Saturday morning. I'm up at like six. You know, I watch, you know, Miles Miller and Darlene and Michael on on the weekends. It's, you know, um, Pat Battle, my girl. So I'm watching Pat and she's telling me everything that I need to know. And then they're like, we go to Miles Miller, who's standing in front of my church at six o'clock saying, this is going to be a pop up starting this weekend. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. And he's like, oh, and Bloomberg's going to be coming later today. I was like, oh, fuck. Bloomberg? Uh, not Bloomberg. What's his name? Same thing. De Blasio. Well, so, a little different. Bloomberg, well, first off, is yeah. half the size of the I know, it's just, I don't know. It's so funny. That's my wishes of Bloomberg still being our mayor that I always just say Bloomberg. As you much as he made, as much he made me angry, I thought he was a good mayor for the city. Really? We'll have that discussion I, another I mean, time. Yeah, we, yeah, let's yeah, have I mean, that discussion another yeah, time yeah. because my shoulder hurts. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I'm like, watch this motherfucker be there when I come. I'm like, oh, that's going to be horrible. So anyway, I get there a little early. It's not crowded. I'm outside. I just keep seeing more photographers show up. I'm like, fuck, this motherfucker's going to show up during my time. Then I see police kind of stopping traffic in one direction. I'm like, oh, right. Anyway, so it's my time. I go in. I'm sitting down, back to the door. My chair is the one that's literally in front of the doors as you walk in. My right. arm is sleeves rolled up, nurse putting needle in arm, and all I hear is, hey, everybody, and click, 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 click. I did not turn my head. I don't know what's on camera. All I know is I did have on a look because once I got the wind that he was going to be there, I was like, well, at least you should throw something on, darling, in case you got caught. You don't want to look homeless. You know. But I say all of that to say, you know, I can't tell people what to do, what's good for your life. I just know for me, I'm glad that I started this process only because every day I'm still having conversations with different friends and people around me are still catching COVID, like for real. I know everybody keeps saying the numbers are down, but... No, not in New York, they're not. Yeah, that's, that's the what thing. I'm saying. Everybody not I keep New talking York. to, someone, everybody's like, my brother, my cousin, my I friend's two, mother, two, my two friend's students, partner. Two, two students this week. Um, who have parents, if you look at the chart in the New York Times, it's like plummeting nationwide, but in New York it says in big purple letters, extremely high risk, extremely high risk. And we're so. opening up more shit. It kind of is a little head-scratching. I'm like, I see it being like, all right, I, 
I'm glad you can go see a Knicks game. I'm glad you can sit inside. I'm glad some of these people are able to make money. But at the same time, I'm like, every other conversation I've been having for the last two weeks, somebody said, yo, da-da-da has COVID. Yo, my mom has COVID. And I'm like, well, every time I look at television, they're telling me this shit's getting better. But the conversations I'm having in real life, it's gotten so close to me that I really started getting nervous because some of the conversations I'm having are people who I know have been really careful, just like you and I have been careful. And they're like, I don't know how he got it. I don't know how she got it. Because it's a variant. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, um, the U.K. shutdown is under a severe lockdown, no joke. And they, their rates are down 80%. So that's right. how you have to do it. We're Americans and we want our cake and eat it too. You right. either shut down or you don't shut down. Things went down in New York when we shut down. I appreciate businesses need to open up. I appreciate all that. But movie theaters, really? Keep them right. shut. Keep right. them shut. All right. Well, I'm glad you got your shot. Um, good. You know, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm still operating business as usual, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Listen, I still two mask the entire yeah. thing. But I, but there's a there's a sense of relief to feel yeah, there is, there that is. you know what? All right, maybe I don't have to worry about so much if I'm exposed to something like fucking ending up in the emergency room. You know? No, I mean? because, yeah, you have a degree of um, not immunity, but you do have some sense that if you know, God forbid, you do get it, you're gonna you'll be able to fight it off in a much right. in a much easier way. But no, nothing is. Uh, in the words of the most overrated yeah. musician of our time, it ain't over till it's over. Right. Oh, <laughs> yes, okay. Is it okay to? I was. That's a good segue. Is it okay oh. to hate somebody? Hey, even even without thinking about it, Courtney. Right. Even it, in pain, I right. do it. That's it, how fucking good I am. Is it okay to yes. really dislike somebody you don't know and you don't yes. know why you don't dislike them? Yes. Everything about them just you cannot stand? Yes. There's two people that, well, there's a, I have a small list, but there are two people that irritate the fuck out of me. But I don't know why. It's well, every, listen, I feel like I'm a good judge of person. If I, if I have this visceral reaction to you, there is a reason. The okay. first one is Aisha Curry. I cannot yeah, she's stand Aisha she Curry. She started out okay. She, <laughs> she, as the kids say, she's too thirsty. I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I, yeah that, she's a little much. She's a little much. And the other one is fucking Tondrick Hall. I, oh, I don't, I don't know enough about him. Although he's the fat guy standing behind, um, I mean the overweight guy standing behind Taylor all the time. I'm sorry. I mean, if you're going to hate somebody, is, is he the the weight challenge person standing behind? <laughs> well, is he? Answer my question. Is he the guy behind? He is the black guy. I don't know if I would call him. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, she has a somewhat plump black gay guy that she travels that, with, that's, too. That's him. I, there's something about him. I'm not trying to weight him, okay? There's, but there's, but he also plays it up. He plays... Uh, He's a choreographer, that guy? Yeah, he's a choreographer, dancer, singer. Right, yeah, I mean, those something. are just people who are who are famous by association. And make songs that make me feel like, you know, you can't sing and these songs are shitty. I just, I don't know why. The two, for her, 
she really just makes my skin fall off. And yeah, but she makes me want to punch something. Well, she's <laughs> the thing is, is that she's done with that phase of her career. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I have talked to people who I just have kind of like, I don't know why. There's just something about you that irritates me. But, you know, luckily, we don't ever have to deal with these people. Right. That's <laughs> we well, you don't. Know what, you, know, you know what we do have to deal with? Uh, my shoulder. Uh, yeah. Over 500 nicks right now. We have a new team listen, over 500 for listen, the first time in years. If every other NBA team suddenly gets captured by Pirates, right. we win the championship. That's I the way I want to look at it. Knicks are like number four in the East. It's crazy. Shocking. It's shocking. The other night I was watching, I kind of had the game on for like a second. Keep in mind that it takes me four days to figure out where MSG is. It's really pathetic. But anyway, um, and it was they were ahead by like a lot, and I thought, wow, I think we're at the point with the Knicks where I actually can turn it off now and go to bed with some degree of security because it used to be the Knicks would be ahead by five hundred and they would and lose. And then you it. wake up and they were. But Tom Thibodeau is a great coach. I Julius, know Julius Julius Randle has been the key. He's a man who's been in the NBA for seven years. Who's the guy with the crazy hair? Who's the guy with the crazy hair? Which one is crazy hair? He has blonde hair, and it's crazy. It looks like he's wearing, like, a, a blonde weave. He's on uh, our team. No, no, no. It's, like, right blonde, and, and it's, like, sort of, like, all over the place. He's got sort of crazy hair. I don't even hair. know that sounds nice. No, 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 not, seriously. But that's he's not Nick. Julius Round. Oh, God. No, no, no. He's a Nick. He's got kind of crazy hair. I'm not saying in a bad way. He's got crazy hair. Just research that. Google it. Hold on. Okay. I don't know everybody's names. I just know the people that I like. Like, you know, R.J. Barrett, my dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like O.B. Toppin. Do we have um? Do we have um a white European from a small country, a small Soviet Union? Remember, we had Porzingis. We traded Uh, him away to to the Mavericks. I know we should have brought my. Can I ask you a quick question? And and mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying this. In, I mean, there's obviously we've talked about this. Been a horrible, horrible spate of attacks against Asian Americans, which is which disgusting. Is but I just read that Jeremy Lin had been called some sort of racial slur on the court, and it referred to him. He's in the minors. He's in a triple he's, he's in the G League, and they've been calling him. They've called why? him like coronavirus. But and, why is he in the G League? That's what I'm trying to figure well, out. Well, because I believe he, you know, he's been playing for a long time, and you know, some guys are opting to actually go to the G League and really play. Okay. Jeremy Lin was like a journeyman. He played on so many different teams. I know, and I believe he was on. Wasn't he on the Raptors when they won? But he, when the but he did play, you know. Right, and, and he went he to was, Houston, didn't he? But he I think he started Houston. going to all these different teams and not really being played and okay. sent out. And even though he still complained, he, he, and he's a great player, so, you know, he made that choice to go. Okay, no, and, I was just wondering what happened. Play. And, you know, not everybody wants to go overseas to play, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just wondering And right now, that's kind of not even an option with coronavirus, so in the G true. League, they can play. Yeah, that's true. I was just wondering. Um, yeah. Um, Okay, what else you got? Ow. Um, I think nothing. <laughs> All right, well, let me tell you how exciting my weekend was. So okay. keeping keeping in, as you know, I am watching nothing but French television. Um, mm-hmm. And here's what I've learned. The fucking, whether you're a French cop, a French criminal, a French drug dealer, which I guess would technically be a criminal, mm-hmm. um, just a random Frencho walking down the street. 
their ability with a scarf. Oh my God. They're always very chic, right? <laughs> okay, one of the shows that I'm watching, and I got, I don't even want to tell you how I got it, because it's so embarrassing. I literally got, like, one of those one-week free things, and I'm watching it, like, obsessively. Okay, mm-hmm. so one of the characters in the show, it's a great show, it's called Serial. It's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the characters in the show ends up going to prison. She's a woman. They are allowed to wear their own clothes in prison, and they got scarves in prison. Nice. <laughs> I think so. I'm like, look at you with your scarves, you French people. You know, the very, first time. Very Bridgie Mac- Macron, who I oh love. Oh, my God. They look amazing. The first mm-hmm. time I went to Paris, it's like I land, and I'm like, I'm in Paris. I should go shopping. And this is when, you know, pre-Euro, so, like, our money mm-hmm. was worth a lot. And I go to, like, I guess, like, the French equivalent of, like, Macy's or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I see this scarf. It's a wool scarf, though. It had nothing to do with France. It could have been from anywhere. It's just like a black wool scarf. It's really uh-huh. like super long. But I was like, oh, I need to buy this because it's French. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to I could show you this scarf and you'd be like, oh, where'd you get this? It like Marshall's? You know, it's like but a But guess what? You still have it in bitch. You're like, it's French. It's and French. I'm, and it is French. And you get it to be French. like, you get to be All like, right. ho, ho, ho. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get to be ho, ho, ho. Um, I watched a kind of cool movie that's going to be coming out on the Netflix, I think today, actually. Someone, um, old publicist pal of mine sent me an advance, which made me feel like, oh, my God, they like me. They really, really like me. That somebody's <laughs> seeking me out. Right. It's a documentary about um, Notorious B.I.G. called I Got a Story to Tell. Oh, I, yeah, I want to see I, that. It's Is very it good? good. Yeah, okay, it's good. good. It's really good. It's it's mainly consists of sort of home footage and sort of cameo stuff. Um, I liked it a lot. It's very much uh, a slice of Brooklyn at that time. I have lived in Brooklyn during those years, but um, you didn't go up Fulton Street in 1992. You just did it. I mean, a corner of Fulton, which is now like, you know, fabulous and expensive. I mean, you just didn't go. I mean, not had nothing to do with like being afraid of black people or being afraid of white people. You just didn't go. I went to LIU in the 80s. Right, you didn't go. go to, we didn't even go to Myrtle. Now all of this Myrtle. Myrtle, like, oh God, are you crazy? Mur- Murder like, Ave. You didn't go there anywhere. Used to, there used to be a Kentucky Fried Chicken there. Yep. And sometimes we would go on a Kentucky Fried Chicken run, but it would literally be like four or five run. of us. A run. Go, it would literally be a run. And like, it would, nobody would just send somebody by themselves to, no. the, to the run. You know. No, you didn't do any of that stuff. I mean, no. literally, I mean, Lucian used to go to um, um, art classes at Pratt on Saturday morning, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, run them up to Pratt, run them back. <laughs> but anyway, it's a really good documentary. I liked it a lot. And I what I, I liked about it in particular is that uh, a neighbor of mine who's a great musician, Donald Harrison, is interviewed in it. And Donald Harrison knew Biggie as a kid, and he's a jazz musician quite and a Mardi Gras Indian, and he taught, he worked with Biggie, and they really talk about about when you when you watch this movie you can see a musicality and they talk about his sort of his cadence and his jazzy kind of rhythm and it's mm-hmm. just, it, it's well done it's not sensationalistic um puffy comes off about the best i've ever seen him in a documentary about mm-hmm. biggie because he usually comes off a little puffy um yeah. But it's it's really good. So I recommend it. It's coming to Netflix today, I believe. It's called I Got a Story to Tell. It's a small, uh, you know, never heard of the director. So I really do recommend it. I like I like it 
I liked it. I thought it was good. Really are good. Gonna, are you going to watch uh, Oprah Presents Harry no. and Meghan? Under, no, I don't give a fuck about either one of them. <laughs> I really don't. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, oh, yeah. wham, wham, your life was bad. You're still a prince. I, I'm kinda, I'm kinda, they are. It's like That's the thing. They're like, oh, they lost their patronages. They did, but they did not lose their royal titles. They still, they're yeah. not using the yeah, his and her royal highness, but they still are yeah. his and her royal yeah. highness. I mean, and I'm they're a, still the Duke and the Duchess. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's not like I wish them any harm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, like all I'll American girls, the, I'll, see the, I'll see the updates later that night so we yeah, can talk yeah. about it. Plus, not for nothing, I've always thought Oprah was a terrible interviewer. I mean, she, and you see the, 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 the ad they put on was all Oprah, like, you know, nothing is off limits. Yeah. You know, you just said some very I don't, fucking I, I, things. Look, like, oh, I, I, I obviously have nothing against them. I think mm-hmm. they're probably wonderful parents, and obviously he's mm-hmm. had tragedy in his life. But I got to say, in the in the scheme of things that are going, I mean, they don't, they, no, in, in right. short, no. I am not right. going to watch it because I have French television to watch, right. and I have other things to catch up on. I would like to catch up on some of these movies that have, um, one golden, like no man land. I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, yeah, whatever. You know, it's hard to feel sorry for two excruciatingly wealthy people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who don't have to worry about pretty much anything. Who got no. to leave their country and buy who, like listen, a mansion. Who doesn't love the story of a prince and a stunt queen from LA, honey? It's a very, it's a Hollywood tale. Right. <laughs> a, a show. That I have never met anyone ever watch. Have you ever met anyone who watched Suits? Be no. I didn't Thanks. know who Me she neither. was. Me I didn't neither. Know she, I didn't know who she was until they started dating. And I was like, oh, Me she's neither. a black girl. And I was clapping. I was like, yeah. No, no I idea. Knew what, I knew what Suits was from seeing the commercial. From seeing the commercial. I've never watched Suits. No. I didn't know I, what I have, Markle they're, was. they're acting like he married, like, Alicia Keys or something. <laughs> like, I have no idea who this woman is. But as they say down south, bless her heart. I wish her no ill will. I wish neither mm-hmm. one of them. But in short, no, I will not be watching. Them. Right. <laughs> I will not be. I will not be watching the show. Miss Linden has papers to grade and French television. But I know what Miss Linden will be watching with me later this month. What? The Tina Turner documentary. On oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure, for sure. I for sure. mean, yeah, that's that? gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. It's- I that just has me like you know I'm ready I know I'm you know my mom's gonna watch it I know I'm yeah, gonna, be gonna be crying for half of it I just have that feeling no it's like, gonna be fun I think yeah. it's gonna be I think it's gonna be fun Tina um, in you her know, own words and like her whole story because you know a lot of her story is always just broken down to she was abused she got away she became Tina Turner it's like she's a whole woman with a real life so I want to hear it from her. Yeah, no, I think so. But that said, I will say that what's love got to do with it is one of the better biopics. Oh, it's great. Listen, yeah. it was great. Um, but no, I I am not planning. I, I am planning on watching that, but I am not planning. So check check one, no check. Um, all right. You you have all the dates you see before we go. When do we actually find out? Who's in the new rock and roll hole? I have no. It's so funny you say that because I haven't gotten my ballot yet, and I'm wondering if like somebody secretly has decided she's weighing in too much online. So I have no idea. I'm assuming the ballots will be here this week. You know, right. maybe the mail is screwed up because of whatever. But right. I, um, the show is supposed to be in October, maybe. Yeah. 
or March? No, it can't be in March. This is March. So it'll be a minute. It'll be, um, last I read, Fela is winning the fan vote, and that and 50 Cent will get you on the subway. But it's just sort of cool that he's... um, Right, because Pat Benatar was high up in the fan vote. Yeah, it really means kind of next to nothing. But it just is, it's reassuring that the average person is aware of who he is. So that gives me a tiny schmidgen, a schmidgen of hope. Right. Um, all right. Anything else, Tuncha? Well, just to let the people know, follow us on Talk our Facebook, where we're really motherfucking active at I'ma Let You Finish All One Word. Follow us on Twitter at Finish I'ma One Word. Follow us on IG at I'ma Let You Finish NY One Word. Following, follow Listening Party Presents on IG. And, uh, you know. I think, I, I think we're also going to set up very soon in Listening Drug, um, a telethon for Megan McCain's hair. We are because she needs it's, us. It's a desperate cry it's for a, help. It's a cry for help. It's She's a desperate cry. Really sending out signals saying, when I'm being said, attacked. When you see <laughs> she looks like she's trying to go to one of those insane black hair festivals that they do, you know, the no, competition. No, the Brothers, honey. It's like between yeah. that or she looks like she's going to an orgy at Tammy Wynette's house. Uh, hey, 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 hey. You leave Tammy out of this. <laughs> Tammy is iconic. You leave and she it's hard. And she made her career Woman. by not being related. No, anyway. But anyway, we'll be raising money for... For, to find because it's really hard in a pandemic when people are desperate for work to piss off every hairdresser in America. Because <laughs> at this point, you and me would get together with a hundred masks and snip, snip, snip. I anyway. used to say that about Christina Aguilera. I'd be like, oh man, you must have been mean to your glam people because sometimes she'd come out and I'd be like, they, you know, they were like, oh no, you're fierce girl. No, and you look. Hey, nuts. you know what we should try to watch <laughs> if we can find it? Let's try to watch the Billie Eilish documentary. I think this is oh, yeah, Billie yeah, Eilish yeah, documentary. Like Netflix, Okay, all right, because like I, because right. you know, I, I have a little thing for her. I like. All right, her. yeah. All right, cool. all right, all right. See, see you later. Next week. Bye. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.